So many celebrities jumped on the COVID-19 bioweapon shot bandwagon because they were blinded by fame and fortune so much that they allowed themselves to be coerced or worse, paid to promote the mass genocide of themselves and their countrymen. And now the jabbed celebrities are dying in droves. This is the Dr. Jane Ruby Show, and you're about to enter Truth in Medicine. Recognize when we see old glory flying There's a lot of men dead So we can sleep in peace at night When we lay down our heads My daddy served in the army We lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother my sister and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free now this nation that i love is falling under attack a mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back as soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye man we lit up your world like the fourth of july <laughs> Welcome to the Dr. Jane Ruby Show on this Friday, February 9th, 2024. Well, what you just saw was a beautiful clip of the very talented country western singer-songwriter Toby Keith, who unfortunately just days ago succumbed to a turbo cancer that he could not overcome. And yes, he was double jabbed and boosted with a C-19 bioweapon injection, commonly and falsely referred to as a vaccine a fake vaccine for a flu with a souped up, even with a souped up gain of function, respiratory flu with a 99% recovery rate. It's a heavy price to pay for not taking the time and the effort to discern, to jump quickly at the shiny objects for fame and fortune, to go along with the status quo. Well, Dr. John Richardson treated many people for various forms of cancer, and he was punished dearly for it because it wasn't with the standard allopathic treatment, modalities like poisonous chemotherapy, disfiguring radical surgery, or toxic radiation. But his legacy lives on. And speaking of legacy, I'm excited to welcome back to the show his son and the founder of the Richardson Nutritional Center, John Richardson. John, thanks so much for coming back. It's great to see you. It's great to see you. Like I said to you earlier, you looked fantastic. You look like you're you're going in reverse aging wise. So that's that's good for all your, well, your listeners. They know to follow you because you practice what you preach. So that's good. And and I do I do love the uh, apricot seeds from Richardson's Nutrition Center. Sorry for the plug, but I do eat them every day. Just not going to take any chances. I'm a two time survivor of breast cancer, so thought I'd throw that in. Um, John, let's talk about this. Uh, you know, we call it a turbo cancer because a lot of these, and I'm sure you're, you've got your finger on the pulse of this as well. A lot of these cancers are coming back 
in jab people who were in remission for a previous cancer or new cancers and they're taking them out really quickly what are you seeing what are you hearing at the richardson nutrition center yeah we're, we're hearing uh it's it's beyond belief what we're hearing that the percentages that people talk about they seem astronomical. I saw an article, I didn't vet the article, but I at least dug into it, that the CDC's own data is showing an increase of 100,000%, that kind of number of cancer cases, their own data in people uh, that, that are out there. And they're just blaming it on alcohol, cigarettes, you know, people's living not a good life. And it's just crazy that they're blaming it on that. And the average person walking around doesn't tie in the fact that these people have all been jabbed. And that's the fact of the matter is that it's not because we, we didn't all, we drink less than we used to drink. We smoke less than we used to smoke. We're healthier in general. People that aren't being jabbed and poked and given uh, pharmaceuticals, we're healthy in general. So these turbo cancers are only have one explanation. Mm. But the good is, even though they only have one explanation, if you have the proper defense mechanism, you can still overcome it. And yeah. we've seen people coming it. And we want to always have the caveat out there that we're not uh, saying we're curing anything or that we have the answer to the C right. word. We don't really know. We don't really know. But what I wanted to, you would think that in Hollywood, it's such a closed community that they would watch their own, you know, cross section of their community and recognize that it's, wow, it's only the jabbed celebrities that are dying from these turbo cancers. I mean, what do you think is really causing, what, what do you feel, you understand cancer on so many levels based on your dad's work, your own work. What do you think the relationship is, in your opinion, uh, between these mRNA shots, these jabs and cancer? Well, it's, I think the, uh, the absolute relationship is that it destroys your immune system. These, mm. so I don't think it's just cancer. I think disease in general is, is skyrocketing, but the cancer is the one that mostly takes people out. And it's the easiest one to blame. And it's also the one that you get a $47,000 bonus at your hospital. If, if the person dies of cancer, people talked about that bonus during the COVID thing, but you get a big bonus for, for having someone die of cancer uh, in the in your hospital in the United States as well. So, however, there really is this increase and it's just because the jab absolutely destroys your immune system. And yeah, that's agreed. what yep. that's cancer was and Ed Griffin said it was and many, mm. many doctors have shown it, that cancer is simply uh, uh, an immune deficiency uh, breakdown. Yeah. And, you know, John, before we get too far into our discussion, you have an incredibly exciting uh, new discovery uh, news. You rescued some critical documents. Quickly tell us that story so then we can get into what you found in the documents. What are they? Where did you find them? Well, there's a there's an organization called the Cancer Control Society that's been around hmm. for over 50 years. And my father spoke at the convention. I have articles up on my website, uh, little pamphlets that he was in. Kind of that was that was things that I had hoarded in my own uh, library. And I've just recently, at the behest of of Jan, uh, my mama bear at the company, <laughs> I got those out there for people to read themselves. Because I she said, why don't people know about this? Because I was always afraid put it out there. Just, I don't know why self-censoring, but now I put it on the website. So recently we were contacted uh, by uh, a, a gentleman that's been with the Cancer Control Society for a long time hmm. that basically he had a container, 50 years of history of written materials, books, studies, on, VH on 
primarily the nutritional treatment of the C word. Wow. And this cancer control society, it gives me chills to say that 60 to 70% of their information was backed up with laetrile as being part of people were doing laetrile and light therapy, laetrile and iodine therapy, laetrile and, you know, other uh, modality, you know, oxygen therapy, but laetrile was the, the main one. And so there was books and manuscripts and notes from the scientists and all this stuff that was be honest with you it's a kind of a funny story that'll end up in the book someday yeah. the book you know that's the book uh but it was but we've been rescuing it and we've been finding some absolute gems and when i show up at my office in the morning sometimes i'm excited to show up and see what's on my desk of the newest find that the crew is finding so so, so give uh, us give us an overview of maybe like the two or three most significant things you learned from these papers because these are the hidden cancer papers Yes. Yeah. Well, the most significant one in my mind is the absolute complete uh, documentation of what happened at the Sloan Kettering study in the 70s. Now, let me bring you back to the 70s just for a second for your audience and say that we had we only had two or three, maybe four news media outlets, ABC, NBC, CBS. And I don't even you know can't remember anything else, maybe PBS back then. But if they could control those media outlets, then you controlled all the information. And we thought we were getting truth from them. And we probably were getting more truth than we're getting now from those outlets. Sure. But we, we were never getting the whole truth. So back in the early 70s, uh, Laetra was, was exploding all over the country. Doctors were taking it to their patients. They were treating people. The cases were histories were coming out all over the place. And people wanted to say once and for all, Let's do a study. And where, where should we do the study at the most important institute mm -hmm. in the United States at the time was Sloan Kettering, all completely supported by Big Pharma. But they put it out there like they were open to doing this. And they assigned their most famous doctor at the time, Dr. Sigamora. And I probably mispronounced it. He was a Japanese doctor that had been at Sloan Kettering. We found this doctor's absolute personal notes on each of these rats that were being uh, treated and his interpretation of those notes, things that I had never seen in my lifetime. Now, I've heard now since I found it, other people have said, oh, it was, oh, you could find it over here, it was over here, but they censored this off uh, off the, the internet. So I'm going to, I printed it up, got it printed up and put it on a website, which you can find by going through your link. And uh, this information is all there for us to read. I'm not editing it. I'm not changing anything. It's right there with his notes and mm. notes from other in this book. And it's called, uh, it's, it's, it's I, I, the ultimate cover up or something like that is the title of this little handwritten book, but it's, it's amazing. And that's, that's one of the ones that ties in Dr. Moss's story, ties in Ed Griffin's story, ties in all these other doctor stories back to when, when they could wipe out this information in the seventies. Uh, they, because of the th only the three media outlets, there wasn't podcasts like yours that tell the truth. You tell the truth, and your safety be damned. You tell the truth, and that's what people watch you for because they know they're only gonna get the truth out of you. That's not the case. That hasn't been the case for the past fifty years. Yeah, we've always known, right? And I'm sure you and your family, your dad's work. We've always known that cancer treatments 
other than the allopathic model, which is so invasive and so horrific if you survive it, um, that they've been hidden, that they've been criminalized, tucked away, restricted. People have been killed for it. We've all heard those stories. Um, this is, this, these papers um, sound like they are some of the work of, I'm sure there was lots of underground work going on. You've uncovered the underground work. And what, what did they say in the papers about Laetrile? with cancer i mean did they find some new things did they just reinforce what they believed about it T tell us well, that ab absolutely um had the absolute discovery that up to 80 percent of the uh the tumors in these rats that were bred to create tumors they're they're bred they're created and right. some of them the lines of uh hu human cancer cells in them in the rats i i didn't know that but uh yeah. These rats were bred to have tumors. 80% of the time, over 29 different tests, the tumors were stopped from metastasizing. So they proved without a shadow of a doubt that Laetrile is effective in stopping the tumors. If you find a tumor and it's surrounded by good cells, Laetrile is, 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 was effective. They proved it at mm -hmm. Sloan Kettering, mm -hmm. stopped metastases. And, and he, he did it 79% one test, 80%. Uh, and, uh, he also discovered that in the rats that had uh, the, uh, you know, the uh, human uh, cancer cell in it, that they extended their life period of the control, the non-control, the control rats were over here, that rats got in the lateral, extended their life by 100%. Wow. 100%. That it, it proven. So this information being censored has been the genocide of many of the people that you know and love and potentially uh, the the, uh, the the musician you just played at the beginning could have been saved or could have had his life extended. Again, I have to say, we're not talking that we have a cure, we have the answer to anything, but it's been proven through these tests and multiple other tests. I've found about tests that I didn't even know about that they had done studies. So these are the, it's, it's amazing to me that we've known about this for 50 years. And it just goes to show that if they tell a lie often enough and cover something up often enough, 50 years later, we forget that this is ever known. You We've know, got answers. What I hope, John, is that by getting this word out, like through my show, I hope you do a ton of other shows, that it, other people that might be sitting on this but don't know what to do with it will bring it to you and collaborate with you, and you, you guys can all build on it, and we can resurrect a lot of the information that was criminalized and put shoved underground. Were there any scientific write-ups in among these papers? Like, you know, cause they couldn't get it published. Did they write up? We did this, we use this test. This is what you were reading. Is that what you're? Yes. Yes. I, wow. I, wish, I had a copy of it. Um, I, I do have it on the website and you people okay. that are seeing it, I shared it with Brian Artis uh, on a podcast with him. And he said, John, I, I had just found it when I, when I was, I went on the podcast literally that earlier day. He said, wow. John, go to the store, take the staples out and send it to me. Send me three copies for Dr. <laughs> Ely. Yes. Right it's, well, it's in, it, di it's in digital form on your website, correct? Is it a digital, well, downloadable? On, 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 it's labeled. It's, it says the, uh, the ultimate, uh, uh cover up. Okay. Oh, now give a cover up. Thank you. My beautiful bride, uh, it helps me. She's my producer. Um, uh, <laughs> And it says the uh, the anatomy of a cover up. Okay, uh, are all those notes and studies and documents and charts and graphs and things that guys like Brian Artis feed off of, and you do too. So I'll make sure you get a copy. 
uh, this information that's irrefutable, that's not something that somebody made up to help their conspiracy theory and they took some photos of something or do whatever. It's not, and for me, it's not a profit thing for me. I just want to get it out there to as many people as possible. And you're absolutely right. We have doctors that are having amazing success and we're trying to find more that want to come out. But the more of us come out mm -hmm. and the more information we have to back us up, the more the public will know about this. I want to, yeah, I wanted to ask you about this cancer control center. This is the first I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure a lot of other people will be interested too. Did you say it's, it's kind of a, was it on the good side of things? I mean, looking for the, the type of work that your dad did to try to help people and keep documents and, and you say it's in California. It was, it was a, it was a conference and a bookstore and a, uh, a, a document gathering uh, place in Southern California uh, called the Cancer Control Society. And some old timers that maybe watch your show may have heard of it, especially uh, we have a VHS tape of G. Edward Griffin speaking at this conference back 30 years ago that we've had transcribed. And, and I haven't seen it yet, but I've been told by the transcribers that it's fantastic and there's nuggets oh, of information so so you're getting it digitalized right so it's yeah oh my god yeah, and you'll be uploading that at some point i would imagine to your website you know we're, we have the website uh continually throughout the show so people you know you're welcome to say you know say it we can keep repeating it for those who are either listening to the podcast or might be visually impaired um that's rnc dot store yeah, rnc, rnc store dot com dot com yeah. okay and they can get everything there the documents right okay yeah, we're not we're not the rnc although i have gotten some emails that yeah tell people so glad that you've kicked rona daniels out you know <laughs> yeah that you well, gotta clarify that for people um yeah make sure they're not without the same so yes we're gonna make the more i can make all these things available, the more protected I am. I'm not worried for my life, but people sometimes bring it up like, how are you still existing and telling this story? Well, because I tell the story every day to so many people. I have so many amazing stories. And I think we're going to get to that next uh, part of the show. Uh, we're going to get some recent stories because the historical stories are all there. They're documented. They're, the case histories are there. They have, they're backed up by the pre-diagnosis and the post-diagnosis. That's all there for historical. But people say well isn't you know the world much worse now don't we getting hit with radiation and 5g and poisons and things like that and these these shots that that are doing it yes we are but the mechanism of our body the this god-given immune system we have still works if you support it properly it still works through all this and so we have those stories and and it's uh it's it's an amazing time to be alive it as, sure as, is it sure is and i want people to understand so you will stay with us for the second segment because it's going to be just as powerful as this first one. So like John said, we're, I'm, we're going to talk about maybe a couple of examples of people that have been jabbed with this COVID-19 bioweapon that have worked with your people, your team at the Richardson Nutritional Center. Um, and also I'm going to ask you, John, because I want you to have some time to really talk about it. You said that um, you found some long lost books and one in particular that is that talks about foods that block cancer, not saying cure, but that can block maybe the proliferation or the, you know, metastasis. So we're, we're going to talk about those some of the foods that are listed in that book. And maybe if people can get the book um, before we go to break. Um, 
Anything else on the papers? Uh, the papers are up on the Richardson web website, rncstore.com. Uh, any other big findings on those? Not that we can't talk about that as we go into the second, but anything else in the papers? Yeah, so much that you'll be, that your the audience, anybody that likes information, likes it from the source and not edited through my eyes. I didn't take the book, edit it, and put out some things I didn't agree on or any of that. I took it just as it was, did what Brian Artis said, but made copies of it, put it up on the website and it's there for people to discover. I'm only getting through it. I haven't, I wish I had the time to read the entire thing. I've been scanning through it and looking at these notes and just what I, the synopsis of what I gave you is just me wow. not even getting to read the whole thing from cover to cover, which I hopefully and, am going to do. So, and so I that. would imagine that there are other bins and repositories and closets that have this type of information all over the country, perhaps the world. And I really hope that just by seeing this show and other shows and what you're bringing out that people will. So stay with us. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and just, it's an incredible conversation. John is doing God's work. So I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. <gasps> when I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code to save 50% on your MyPillow 2.0. Not only that, for a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. MyPillow.com. Hi, everyone. Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on how you should be protecting your retirement funds, your 401k, your IRAs. Did you know that you can protect them with physical gold and silver to avoid losing everything that you've built over your lifetime? Please call the experts at Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. At least talk to an expert, learn more about how you can protect what you've built up so that if things go crazy, as we know they will in this economy, you've got some of your investments protected with tangible physical gold and silver. Every bit as valuable as real estate, something you can touch, they can't turn off, you know, with a flick of a switch. Call the people at Augusta Precious Metals. They're wonderful. They will educate you on what this is all about and what you need to do. And they will also provide you with some warnings about how to protect yourself from other companies that may be spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Ladies and gentlemen, if you decide to purchase any products at the Richardson Nutritional Center, please be sure to use the promo code RUBY for a 10% discount on your entire order. Thank you and welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the second segment of the Dr. Jane Ruby show tonight. I'm excited to be here with John Richardson. John, thanks for, again for being here tonight. Good to have Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm enjoying this. It's fun for me. This is yep. my excitement. 
I don't watch <laughs> well, all well, or like we said during the break, you're doing God's work. You just got a gift from God with this uh, revelation. You just discovered this documentation that was hidden. Um, we went over some of the paperwork. I know there's a lot more to talk about, and I'm going to have you back in a few weeks, and we'll go through more of what your discoveries are. Because, like you said, you're still reviewing it and figuring it out. But it's the hidden, you know, the hidden cancer papers. Now, you also found books. Uh, I, I want to just start with the book, and and then I want to ask you about the Richardson Nutritional Center and your experiences with jab people. But tell me about the book. I think there was one in particular or any any books that you found in this bin that you discovered from the cancer uh, the cancer control society. Yeah, it's 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 really exciting because of, of my selfish desires to prove my dad right. <laughs> and my father gave his life a young man and I, I can still get tearful about it now. I, I was very young when my father left. I would have loved to have him around, although he would have been, he would have admittedly been 102 at this point. And even though I believe we're going to be able to live to be 120 in our lifetime, we really are. Uh, you know, he would have been an older man, but Ed Griffin is 93. I just spoke to him and he's still as cognizant and, and, and wonderful as possible. So yeah. what I mean by is that I'll find a book like this and this is a book uh, in this in this treasure trove of information. It's called The Cancer Answer, Nutrition by Maureen Solomon. Now, it's a name I remember. Maureen Even Sullivan. She, yeah. She, she, she wrote nutritional books. And um, she was uh, in the orbit around my father when I was a young man. I remember her name. And you open it up and I go to the back. I always go to the appendix and look for Dr. Richardson or... Uh, amygdalin or laetrile. And here's a section in the appendix called cancer blocking agents, cancer blocking agents uh, found in foods or foods containing B17 laetrile. This book was wow. written in 1983. John, uh, what she, are some of the cancer blocking foods that they list there just for the fun of it? Yeah. Uh, so let me just go with, I'll go with a couple examples in each uh, category she has, because there's a category, there's, there's over 1200 different foods that have B17 in it, but she lists alfalfa, uh, flax, and sesame under seeds. Uh, doesn't even list apricot seeds because we all know apricot seeds have the most amygdalin. Vegetables, yeah. uh, wild cabbage, Brussels sprouts, you know, uh, the things we used to eat a lot of, uh, people still eat a lot of Brussels, but if you're going to uh, use it for your amygdala, make sure you don't cook it more than uh, 350 degrees for 15 minutes because all the B17 will be knocked out of vegetables. Ooh. Even these vegetables, cook it for 350 degrees at 15 minutes. Berries, let's say blackberries. Blackberries. I've heard about blackberries. Elderberry, huckleberry. Strawberries, even the little tiny seeds on the side of strawberries. I, I often say that on my podcast, the little seeds on the side of strawberries have amygdalin in them. You know, it's not it's not a whole lot, but it's a whole lot more than we get. My dad said at, in the 70s, the average per American was only getting about one milligram of B17 a day. No wonder we were having then this, this C word surge. Well, now everything's processed. Everywhere we go is processed. So let's go on to legumes, uh, you know, or, or beans. Fava beans, kidney beans, lentils. When's the last time you had lentil soup? Two days Rain. ago. <laughs> That's, good for you. See? That's what I'm saying. That's why you're getting younger. My <laughs> wife is, she's going to be like in her 20s pretty soon. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I'm going to be an infant like Benjamin Button in about a year. I'll be in, I'll be doing the show, you know, in a, in a bassinet. <laughs> That's okay. She, we have, uh, a, have to have a little laugh once in a while. Oh, we do. Uh, we do. We have. We have to keep it fun uh, because this is exciting, fun information. Anyway, flax uh, grain, uh, seed, barley, 
buckwheat, a ri brown rice has B17 in it. Then fruits, of course, the mm -hmm. apple, the apricot, uh, peaches, pears. Every time you eat one of those fruits, the last four fruits I just talked about, uh, eat the whole thing except for the stem. Eat mm. all the all good for your body. It has the B17 and the apple seeds, no matter what people read on Google. And then nuts, bitter almonds, cashews, macadamia nuts. As a kid, mm. we always had macadamia nuts around the house. And I always wondered, I didn't know that they had B17 in it, but macadamia nuts do. And so that's that's some of the uh, cancer, even then, uh, cancer uh, blocking agents found in foods. That's and this amazing. Is so I didn't know existed. I don't even know if it's, it's still in publishing, but we're going to try to find these things. That's one of my goals to try to find out who has the rights to it and get it published and make it available for people. Because awesome. why information not be available to everybody to see that it came from, it's not just my father. It's not just Gio or Griffin. It's not just a study at Sloan Kettering. It's thousands of books and articles and things in the seventies yeah. that were all and, and, and hidden. And, you know, just um, for, for those who haven't seen John on the show previously, he's done a great job of reviewing the history, uh, his dad. He, he, we talked about Dr. John Richardson in the beginning. Just um, he was a great friend of G. Edward Griffin, who, like you said, is still with us. Thank God. Um, your dad was the major discoverer of, of B, vitamin B17, which is also known as laetrile and the amygdalin in that just give us like a few minutes on your your dad and and he, i said he was punished in the opening because i feel that he was you know he was threatened he was given you know he's tell us about was that his cause of death was he attacked i mean what happened and first well, your dad why why is he so special on the you know laetrile he was a good christian uh strong religious man of, of, of high moral value and he was on the honor court in college he was a, a he was he signed mm. up as Marine Corps second lieutenant fought in the the war when they dropped the bomb in uh, in uh, Hawaii. Uh, so he was a he was a very great man. He always wore a suit and tie. He always presented himself very well. And any of my friends that knew him still look up to him as one of the greatest men they knew. Mm. My dad uh, basically didn't discover B seventeen. I want to make sure that God created okay. it. Doctor Senior had discovered it in the nineteen twenties. Doctor Krebs Senior was curing the C word in the 1920s cases and sitting around helping people when it was, no one even knew about it, but that that's when the whole medical industrial complex and the big pharma and, and all that started uh, rearing its ugly head. If you did anything natural in the twenties and thirties, you were, you were pushed aside. So in this late sixties, early seventies, his son, Dr. Ernst Krebs Jr. started doing tons of research on uh, Laetrile and societies and and uh, how it worked in this whole uh, cancer uh, industry. And my dad became friends with them. They were lived both lived in the San Francisco Bay Area. And my dad was a, a general practitioner. He used chemotherapy and radiation and surgery in his practice. I mean, he, that's the only way they knew how to do it back in the, in the early 70s. When he uh, discovered what Krebs, uh, and I don't have the actual first meeting that they had. I got to find that it, out. Is, is but, this the Dr. Krebs of the Krebs cycle, the energy cycle in the human cell? No, it's not. That is sometimes a confusion. Okay. That people, okay. But it's a, a very famous Dr. Ernst Krebs, and he spoke all over the place. He became, and my dad basically be, uh, was mentored by him and then became so, uh, he started researching so much, but he had briefcases full of files and, and information, and the FDA raided his office and took it all from him. Oh, all dear. of his 
things, took all this from him, arrested him, arrested his oh, nurses wow. around that story. That so I'm the FBI in. was weaponized against us even back then. Yeah, well, at that point, that point, it was the FDA and the Cal it was the California FDA under their anti-quackery law. Even though they couldn't find one patient, they were offering thousands of dollars to patients to to go against my father. They couldn't find one, mm. and so here's one that I that I I, I talked to you about earlier. I just want to read one little section. Sure. Of one patients that my dad had that wrote this letter. It's from Jack, uh, Jack W. Barker on January 2nd, 1976. And he goes on to talk about my dad and raves about him at the end. But he this one little paragraph will really kind of hit home to what my dad was doing. A friend of mine told me about Laetrile. So I bought a couple of books on the subject. When I found out that you use Laetrile in treatment, I decided to come to you. I well remember that I was somewhat discouraged after visiting you because of a statement you made to me. And I can repeat that statement verbatim. You said, Mr. Barker, I want to impress on you that Laetrile does not cure cancer. I may have to repeat this statement several times because you want to believe that it does. What we do is try to improve your general health. And if that brings about improvement in your cancer's condition or controls it, that is something that is incidental to good health. So my dad, did. he started out believing that Laetrile was a silver bullet, but came to understand that without people having to bring up all their good health, and all these things like vitamin C and ozone and all this stuff, Laetrile was like the linchpin, but my dad told that to his patients back then in 1976, wow. but they came after him, took him out, took his license, and I believe eventually led to his early death at the, the young age of 66. I'm 59 years old wow. today. And I imagine only living another seven years. I got too many kids. I got 11 kids. I got to raise up and a beautiful bride. I got to see- <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's an amazing story. Yeah. I wanted people to understand. And that's a little more of a richer background too. And, and something that's a letter from your dad has to be very moving to you right now. Okay. So let's talk about um, now that you have been out, uh, you're, you're, you've started this incredible operation, this program. It's not just a store. The Richardson Nutritional Center is also an education center. I'm sure people have reached out to you. So you have indicated that you've had many people jabbed and unjabbed, you know, contact the center, look at the website. There's so much inf wonderful information. Let's talk about maybe uh, any people that you, you've talked to that have been jabbed. Have they used some of the Laetrile and B17 products? What? Tell me, you know, tell me what's happening on the ground. Yeah, uh, at this point, Unfortunately, I get so many emails like this of people that are uh, getting the turbo cancers that I have to push it off to other uh, staff to be able to even respond. And mm. some of our responses are even uh, pre-programmed to people ask this, the same questions. And we've robustly increased our FAQs on our website. So you can go get some questions answered without ever mentioning the C word. We just talk about dis-ease or we talk about, uh, you know, cell mut mutations. Okay. We talk we try to stay away from the C word on the website. Sure. We do have so, yeah. yeah. So one of the most recent cases that, that I, uh, that I, that this inspiring was a woman who had breast cancer. Got, it was bre breast cancer was in her family. She got breast cancer. She immediately went with the, the normal uh, chemotherapy, radiation and removal of the breast right away within 30 days after getting diagnosed, she lost a breast. And so she thought, okay, I, I got it in time. I'm going to be okay. Uh, and then later on, this woman was from Connecticut. She got it. She got the jab. Unfortunately, she got the jab. Oh, and 
she got uh, breast cancer in the other breast. How, that long, she thought how long after the jabs did she get diagnosed with another primary breast cancer? He said immediately. I didn't. I didn't ask her exactly. You know how many weeks that was. I did put her on film, but I think she said it was within thirty days. It developed. She it was like yeah. developed. In the you know, we have a, a story of a Belgian physician himself who had lymphoma, and he had the shots, and then he he had his booster shot, and only two weeks later, his PET scan showed a doubling, a proliferation of his of his tumors. So thirty days is enough for the jabs, apparently. So I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to corroborate that that can happen that quickly with these shots. We're seeing it all over the place. Mm. The, the unfortunate part is they're covering it up by just saying, oh, it's just a, a more people drinking, more people smoking, more stress. That's what's causing all these cancers. Well, yeah. it just directly correlates with when you get the jab within six sure. months. Sure. Many times. So what, what did you, did you, I don't know if you have physicians there at the Richardson Center or what? No, we we don't, we actually, uh, we specifically don't uh, okay. give any medicine. We call it the Richardson Nutritional Center because that was what my dad had that RNC name back in the day. So we kind of wanted a homage to my father. We don't have a clinic. We don't do that, but we support clinics all over the country and all over the world with uh, the Laetrile products and the, and the back of information. Okay. So and the little- you, you worked with her doctor or how did that work with this woman? This the story, I didn't, uh, she uh, uh, was told by her uh, nutritionist and her naturopath, please let us give these products, uh, the products from RNC, uh, a, a month. Just give me 30 days. I'll give I'll give you these products and uh, we'll see what happens. And within 30 days, she completely wiped it out. Now that's that's a turbo r- repair that the, her immune system, her immune system was starving for this stuff. So it's turbo repair on the other side. And I'm not saying that happens with everybody, but in this case specifically, she was able to save her breast and now she's become a, a crusader, another crusader with the crusaders gene because she's seen it happen to herself. And now she's telling people and we're getting referrals from people saying, Hey, you did this. And we always caution people you know, let's see how it works. But the beauty of what we're doing is we're supporting the immune system. We're mm. not, we're going to, we're going to give you false hope, you know, after you've you know destroyed your body with chemotherapy and radiation, we're not going to give you false hope. We're, we're going to uh, uh, help your immune system so that about 90 to 95% of the people get pain relief. They get their appetite back. They get all these things that start coming back to them. Even if they end up succumbing to the disease that's destroyed them, mm-hmm. they at least have their immune system, they live a better life. And that's what my dad said. Mm. And that's what the doctor and the books that I'm reading and the articles I'm seeing and the case histories, they may not always save people that are so far gone, but even a percentage of those are saved. There's, there's, a, a, so I have, I have a couple more stories I want to tell you sure. if we have time. Sure. One is the, the second one is my friend Rick Hill, who I've known for for a while, but he's a recent, I've just recently interviewed him again. In October of this year, 2024, he will be uh, celebrating his 50th year of being cancer-free using Laetrile and my dad's therapy. He was 24 when he was diagnosed by the Mayo Clinic. He was given chemotherapy, radiation, had stage four cancer, thought he had destroyed his body, Mm. and they sent him home to die. A, a, a pastor friend of his begged him to go to my father and uh, begged him to, to do the therapy, the lateral therapy. And so he did. So he did. And he changed for five years. He was on a strict fruit juice, 
you know, a raw vegetable, uh, you know, laetral diet and wiped out his C word and he's celebrating <laughs> C word. Yeah, his, well, I know what networks you're on. If you, if you're ever on uh, YouTube, you, you, you RNC store will get you blocked. Yeah. What, so he did that for five years, that strict organic, yep. healthy produce diet. And then did he also use the apricot seeds? Oh yeah. That's what he did. No, that was primarily what he did. Okay. Was he, he was actually one that went to Congress, uh, Jane, and literally ate Five, six, uh, 500 milligram capsules, 3000 milligrams of laetrile right in Congress and said, what you guys are talking about saying that people will be die of cyanide poisoning. I should be, uh, die. I should be dead now. I just took six capsules. Right. And let me, talking? let me just interject and give you a chance to explain that because people are going to go, what cyanide? Or I heard these seeds give you cyanide. It's like the apple, apple seeds. You've always heard that as a kid, don't eat the seeds or cyanide. It's such a tiny amount. Like you said, you could take large amounts. Is there is there any amount that would reach a throw or could you not eat that many seeds? Seeds <laughs> and, and all the studies I've seen, they've, they've, uh, they've fed uh, sheep and dogs so much laetrile and only laetrile that they didn't end up dying of cyanide poisoning. They ended up dying of malnutrition. That's how far they took it. Okay. In these studies. I think it's important for people so to understand the, dis you know, the distinction we don't want them going away going yeah that was a great interview but you know what i'm not going to go the cyanide thing because it's it's not an issue it was one of those things used to kind of criminalize laetrile and and other things uh, other uh, treatment modalities yeah it's important fact for people to hear that that's what they figured out scares people and it does regularly we have people that hey this is the greatest thing we go no i'll do all this other stuff but i'm not doing that because i'm afraid we don't have people dying cyanide poisoning i will eat 40 a, a day uh, apricot seeds i'll eat 100 at a trade show we don't have that happening but it's scientific if it was just my stories oh trust me i'm john richardson you got to trust what i'm saying it's scientific the mechanism doesn't allow for the cyanide to to last long in your body rhodonase is called the protecting enzyme that everybody has and the better immune system the more rhodonase you produce that takes the cyanide that's released only in the presence of a malfunctioning cell with beta glucosidase that's the unlocking enzyme okay. this is and it works and i'm telling you of all the stories that I've ever heard, I've only heard maybe three or four of people dying of cyanide poisoning. When you research it, it comes to a dead end. That mm. person did or there's no charts. And isn't it interesting, John, that it's a built-in enzyme that's protective so that it works with the natural remedies? And I wanted to say one other thing and then I'll, I'll let you uh, wrap up. Uh, all of this, including your dad's letter, about the caveats and all that, all of this is like you hit the nail on that is supporting the immune system. But let me take it one step further so that the body in its incredible wisdom and design can do what it was designed to do. And that's what they've criminalized. That's what they've hidden. Uh, for, for those of you who don't know, you go look up the Rockefeller men, how they criminalize these, these, these oil barons, Morgan, Rockefeller, Carnegie, they criminalized, uh, uh, natural health because they had to get it out of the way, just like the government had to get out of the way hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin so that people could not use something cheap and generic and they could go take their expensive remdesivir. Okay, that's enough of my soapbox. So John, so any other comments on your friend Rick Hill to this day? He's doing great. Did you have one more example of someone who's you're working with? 
uh, recently, a, we've uh, interacted with an iodine a company, a great iodine company, and I won't mention their name yet because we haven't uh, completed it. Sure, don't do that. Yep. We told them the story of Laetril and all that, and they were fascinated by it. And they were telling us the story of iodine and how important it is. And I believe it is important. It's absolutely important to so many things. They have the best iodine out there. And we're trying to locate the best products that go together with Laetril. So they went home after speaking to my wife and they said, unbelievably enough, they have a, a, one of their customers that contacted them the, over the weekend and said, you know, two months ago, I bought your iodine product and I bought the Richardson uh, Nutritional Center, Laetril, and I started taking it two months ago. I had stage four thyroid cancer. I said the cancer word, sorry, because it's a story. I'm not, I'm it's not saying story. it's going to work. Stage four uh, thyroid cancer. And this past week, I went back to this clinic and was found completely cancer-free. All my markers were gone. I was found completely cancer-free. Okay, had great signal. That's something we need to. We all need to follow up on. We need a study, but great signal. That it's, it, you have nothing to lose. John, we're really kind of at the end of the show here. So I want to give you an opportunity to, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the Richardson Nutritional Center. The website is rncstore.com. Uh, please go and check out all this incredible information, John's discovery of the hidden cancer papers. John, last you get the last word. What do you want people to know uh, before you go? And you will be back. So we'll do this in a few weeks, two or three weeks, and we'll get more of this information as you discover it. But what do you want to leave people with today? I want people to learn that they can uh, gird themselves with information. They can empower themselves because the more information and the more truth they know, the more powerful they become. You can't be lied to the more truth you have. So I want you to begin the journey to learn about it before you have it. Don't go, oh, I don't have any C word. I'm fine. Yes, you do. Everybody has it in the system, especially now, but it doesn't have to, mm. you don't have to products from me. You can get the information from me and get the products wherever you want to. I'm the guy putting the information out there and you can use uh, Dr. Ruby's link to, to, to get a discount on all the information we do as well. So I implore people to get the information and, uh, and, and get started on changing your life for the better with to protect, your, protect yourself at least against the C word with all that's going on. 100%. I think that's great advice, John. Don't wait until it happens. We're being bombarded right now. So um, it, we're, we're seeing a 200% rise in cancer rates. Even the American Cancer Society that's compromised says there's going to be a 200% increase. John, thanks again for being here, for all you do. And we will see you uh, in, a, in a few weeks uh, to go through more of those, the hidden cancer papers. Thanks again, John. Well, that's it for this edition of the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. Thanks for being with me tonight. I'm trying to bring you as much information as possible on natural health so that it's not just all the bad news, but at least you can re-empower yourself um, by taking care of yourself in the right way. So have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow morning for Coffee Chat. Medical disclaimer, the Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, 
images and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.